hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to Choose Inclusion. This is Mike Hess, and as always, I am super excited to be here with my my two amazing co-hosts, Nina Ubaldo. How are you? Good. Doing really well. Yeah. How are you? How are you, UB? Uh, I'm great. I, uh, you know, we're recording on a Friday afternoon, which uh, is nice. So we got the weekend coming up, and um, yeah, things are things are going pretty good. And we we have this is this is really fun for us. I know, guys, that we we have a uh, a, a third time repeat guest on our podcast today, who um, I like to say is is a friend to the podcast to me personally, but he is a, uh, a Paralympian and world record holder, uh, Mr. Lex Gillette. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, and I just got to say that the way you started the show, I thought that I was listening to like a like like the slow jams. You remember the radio host at, at night? <laughs> yes. Oh, what <laughs> what's that guy called? That there's a guy. What's he called? He's got an. It's like a fox or something. Uh, uh, uh um. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, but but everybody gets the point. It's like he's setting the mood for the slow jams. And, <laughs> but no, I'm doing good. It's it's so good to hear your voice, Lex. Uh, we we had the uh, immense pleasure of uh, having you on our podcast. Uh, kind of, uh, you know, it just it just happened to fall on the Friday after the George Floyd murder. Yeah. Uh, just about nine months ago now. And uh, we, we were we had an amazing conversation with you. And yet, you know, all four of us were were kind of subdued, right? Like, because it was just, you, we just weren't sure where to go with the conversation. And then uh, we ended up uh, doing a another podcast with you where we just kind of let it all out, which was incredibly raw. And then quite honestly, Lex, you uh, inspired us to take that conversation and create what we call the Black Voices Matter series, where we, we've leveraged our Choose Inclusion platform to elevate, to amplify, to uh, provide a space for uh, black leaders really globally. And, and I gotta tell you, it, it was kicked off because of you. So, so you're, oh, you're really are a friend and a, and a leader and, uh, we're so glad to have you back. And, uh, you're, as you said, you're five months away from, uh, Tokyo. Uh, we're nine months away from George Floyd. I want to know kind of what's going through your mind and, uh, what's on the horizon for Mr. Lex Gillette. Uh, yes. So let me see. Five months away from the Paralympics. So, of course, that is a that's number one priority right now is training out there Monday through Friday. And actually, I'm going to compete in about two weeks, I want to say, which should be it is definitely exciting because I haven't competed since November of 2019, which is hard to believe a year and a half of not being out there and 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 competing so I'm, I'm really pumped up about getting out there and and, and jumping uh, just the Paralympics as a whole I think it's definitely a lot of athletes are chomping at the bit I believe to get out there we already 
have to wait four years to have that opportunity to put on display what we've been working on and to have an extra year added on to that it's like oh man i'm i'm ready to get out here i'm ready to go um, but with everything that's going on in terms of coronavirus COVID 19 it'll be interesting to see how the games unravels because i know there's going to be some some restrictions and things that we're going to have to adhere to that will be totally different from games in the past it's, it's going to be yeah we'll, we'll we'll see well and one of the cool things about this year um that that was just recently announced was the fact that the paralympics will be we'll be able to see most of them in prime time you know usually uh, they reserve, you know, they, they, they show those, the, the Paralympics at, at odd hours. Right. But, um, but this year they're showing what was it, like 1200 plus hours of footage. Yeah. yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be incredible. So I think that, uh, I mean, you hit the nail on the head earlier. I remember family members are like, Oh man, well, we got to get up at, at 3:51 AM though, to watch Lex long jump today. And so to have some, some prime time, some hours where people are, are, are awake, wide-eyed and, and, and ready to consume some really good, some action and competition. I think that's absolutely incredible. And with there being 1200 hours, you're gonna be able to see some of the sports that may not have gotten time in the past. So, uh, I mean, a lot of people, I think you, you're gonna see the track and field, you're gonna see the swimming, you're gonna see cycling, wheelchair basketball, wheelchair rugby, rugby, but I think that you might even be able to, with 1,200 plus hours, see some goal ball. You may see some, uh, what else is out there? Uh, bocce or, goodness gracious, I'm, I'm blanking on my Paralympic sports right now. <laughs> but um, you're going to be some of, you're going to be able to see a lot of those sports that may not have gotten coverage in the past, which, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping and, and, really excited to see what sort of impact that's going to have and, and really hoping that the folks here in America will tune in and really take the time to, to watch and learn and support the athletes who they, who they know, to learn about the athletes and support the athletes who they don't know, get up there and, and, and really show some support because that's a lot of, that's a huge commitment by NBC. That's amazing. I, I can't wait to, to watch all of it. Um, Lex, so I'm, I'm excited for you and excited to be able to actually be able to watch all of this live and not just have to like cap, you know, usually what I'll do is I'll just go onto YouTube and see like some clips yeah. here and there, but like, I'll actually be able to watch it live, which is like a whole other experience. So yeah. but Lex, I want to kind of go back to everything that's happened over the last nine months. Um, since George Floyd was murdered, since we started the Black Voices Matter series. I mean, you're immersed in the DEI space and you, you do a lot of public speaking. You talk about a lot of this stuff. How, how has the last nine months been for you when it comes to the work that you've been doing in the space or just kind of the emotional journey you've taken? Yeah, um, I uh, there's been a lot of conversation going on surrounding the inclusion specifically of of black lives and, and, you know, black people around the, within the country. And 
I think that those conversations have been good. I've, I've for sure wanted to continue to happen and continue to have voices of, of you know, of all types, um, it, specifically black voices, but black voices from, you know, this, this area of the country or black voices of this age or this creed or whatever, um, because there's so many different experiences and people out there, they may have those times where, okay, well, I've had a run in with the police and it was terrible. Or you have those people who, when we talk about uh, imposter syndrome, thinking, feeling like you have to talk a certain way or act a certain way for others to accept you. I think that all of those conversations that we're having is, is a really good thing. Um, but I definitely think that there's a lot of work that still needs to be done, but we need to continue to talk. We need to continue to to provide this safe space where people can open up and share their feelings, emotions surrounding their experiences. And the one thing that I that that I kind of don't want to happen is given the just all of the 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 losses that we've had, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, I mean you can the list goes, there's a long list of them. I don't want it to get to a point where organizations and, and companies are just listening to the voices and and checking boxes, if you will. Like, okay, we're we're gonna we're gonna add a black person in this role, or we we need to roll out this full representation initiative so that we can do uh you know our due diligence at the end of the day like i literally want i think about when i was a kid and growing up in north carolina obviously more of a conservative space versus california where i am now um it's it's, it's, it's a different world out there and growing up i remember when i had first gotten introduced to to long jump and even even before that let's just say being introduced to to pe class and I had a teacher who was responsible for going to class with me and making sure that I had everything that I would need from an accessibility stand, standpoint, making sure I had all of the accommodations so that I could remain in public school. So I probably mentioned this in a previous episode, but my mom kept me in mainstream school because she felt like that was the best route for me. And um, so I'm, I'm in public school and I'm interacting and participating and you know, playing alongside my side of peers. I bring up this to say when we were in PE class, there were many of times where teachers may say, oh, well, you know, Lex, you can sit this one out or you know, this activity is a little too hard. Why don't you go back to the classroom and get a head start on your homework? But my teacher, Brian Whitmer, Coach Whitmer, he was the person who he said, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Like no, like Lex, he there's something wrong with his with his eyesight. He he's perfectly fine when it comes to his his arms and legs and and the rest of his body. We're gonna figure out a way to adapt this this game, this activity, so that he can participate alongside his friends. And so when I think about that involvement and that engagement, you talk about inclusion. 
that was a space where I really felt like like I was included and I belonged. And in the beginning, yes, it, it, it was a little it was a little dicey at times and kids are a little timid and, and and they don't know exactly how to help. But Mr. Whitmer helped to bridge that gap. And so they saw the adaptations that he would make when, for example, we're playing basketball and we just want to shoot some hoops. Mr. Whitmer, he'll take my cane and he'll reach it up in the air, tap the rim so I can hear where the rim is. I bounce the ball, boom, 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 shoot, and you know, drain the drain the three-pointer. And um and it's just things like that where like you just figure it you just figure things out and so what that did was now teachers they didn't have an excuse they couldn't say oh lex well you you got to sit on the sidelines it was like all right when for example mr whitmer gets sick and he's out of school for two or three days when i go to pe class now the kids are like oh lex you know come over here with us like we, we can help you out this is what we'll do we'll do the same thing that mr whitmer does or um you know they'll figure out new ways and so he really helped to create this environment of, of not only inclusivity, uh, inclusion, but but a sense of belonging. Like I felt like I belong there. So when you take that example, that's what we need in in this corporate space. That's what we need in organizations around the company, because uh, I mean, diversity speaks to us being diverse. You know, we come from different backgrounds, different cultures. We look different. We talk different. We walk different. We act different. That's totally fine. Inclusion is, I mean, full inclusion is is literally like people feeling as though they're included and feeling as though they belong there. Just because I'm tackling my diversity goals and initiatives, it doesn't mean that those that those diverse people feel like they're included. So I think that when we can get to that point where, um, you know, people really feel like, oh, yeah, I belong here. That's that's where the wins happen. And I just said a, a mouthful, so I'm gonna I'm be quiet for a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I mean, yes, I, I just, I, yeah, I love it. I, I think it really is, it does translate even your experience in, in that gym class, right? With uh, Mr. Whitmer, I, I mean, that translates fully to work, to, to places of business, to leaders who they have a choice, right? They have a choice. They can either step up and figure out a way to include everybody, or they're making a very clear choice when they don't yeah. take that step. And, and it's, it's, I, frankly, it's as easy as that. Yeah. And you can come up with excuses all day long about, well, you know, I don't have the technology, I don't have the resources or the budget and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. at the end of the day, you can figure it out. Right. Yeah, that's definitely, I mean, that's, in 2021, I just feel like, uh, I mean, those are excuses. Like technology has advanced drastically. There's so many different enhancements and, and just the evolution over time has been, has been, pretty good and so when you think about i mean if someone tells me that oh we don't have the resources and it's like okay i don't i don't feel like you exhausted all of your research abilities like there there has to be something out there um and yeah i, I just think that you know in this 
in this quest for equity, it's just a matter of people. Um, you know, I'm 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 cutting that thought off, but I almost almost wonder sometimes like how many people know the difference between equality and equity. And that's not to that's not to you know down anybody by any means, but um, I mean equality is I mean the three the four of us are on this on this call right now, and somebody may give us all four computers. Oh wow, that's amazing. That's we all are equal now. But if it doesn't have any type of accessible programs up there, then that basically means nothing for for Mike and myself. We can't like, like we can't yeah. use it. We might as well we might as well sell it, sell the machine, make some money off of it. I, I but, love that analogy. I mean, yeah. I think that equality equity piece is something that uh, I try to explain a lot. I think what the way you stated it just now was a perfect way to explain the difference between equality and equity. Yeah. So I just think it's a matter of, and and it's been a learning process for me also. Like I'm, I, you know, I just didn't wake up and, and, and know all of this stuff. But um, I think that with everything that has happened and a lot of the experiences that I've gone through, uh, it's just been a really, a really interesting road to travel down. But I'm always, I'm just a naturally optimistic person. So, you know, I, I just, I, I think that it, it, it will get better. I'm hoping <laughs> that it gets better uh but i think kind of to hit on your question again you say how you know how have things gone over the past nine months there's definitely still been some uh some some events that have happened that that make you kind of scratch your head um you think about like january 6 right when when everyone bum rushed the 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 capitol building and it's like man how in the world like how in the world were they able to pull that off and you think about if that was if that was a crowd of of all black people will we still be having the same conversations surrounding like people walking away from that encounter like walking like would they had even been able to get inside of the building Absolutely. I've not. never, I've never seen like. Obviously, I'm, I'm blind or whatnot. But I listen to my friends talk about. Oh man, well, there, like, there were people literally in offices and and taking pictures with like, at Nancy Pelosi's desk or you know whatever was going on inside. Like they're yeah. inside of the Capitol building. I would bet a lot of my money that if those people were black, uh, it would be a totally different outcome. Um. So there's still, I'll bring that up just to say, there's still some, some head scratchers um, as it relates to, to you know, the, the, the black experience in, in America versus, um, you know, those who are, are white. Um, but, oh yeah, man, I don't, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely, I don't know, it's, it's, it's wild to think about. So, so Lex, I, uh, um, I mean, you're, you're, you're such a busy man. And again, we, we so appreciate you coming on because you, you know, you're, 
you, you've written a, a book, you're, you're about to write another book. You're, 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 you know, working with some amazing sponsors. Uh, you, you do, uh, uh, diversity and inclusion, you know, you do so many, so many things, but uh, what, what, what's on the horizon? What do you, you know, give us your, give us your crystal ball for the rest of 2021, include, including, uh, medals, but I want to know what else do you have going on? That is, uh, you know, Lex Gillette, the, the professional ambassador. Yes, I am going to, so of course, training, want to go to Tokyo, want to go medal. That, that's at the top of the list for sure. After Tokyo, I am going to take a break. I'm not sure where I'm going to go, but I literally haven't, I'm used to traveling a lot and, and not being in, I went into the airport to go home this past December. And that was the first time I had been on a flight since February of 2020. I usually average easily 75,000 flight miles a year. And, um, and so for everything to go to zero, I'm like, Oh, I gotta go somewhere. Like I can't, I can't be in one place for too long. So I'm gonna figure out somewhere to travel for a nice vacation. And hopefully, whether that's the, the vaccine or just bans getting lifted, hopefully things will be a little easier to navigate towards the latter part of the year. Um, so I'm gonna definitely take some time to rest. Yes, I, I'm, I wanna work on another uh, book project for sure. So that'll, that'll be fun. And just continue to speak. I've been making some great connections and building some great relationships. So just continuing to build the business and, and, and establishing, establishing relationships and, and just having a good time. Um, I mean, this is what it's all about at the end of the day, having, making an impact and having fun in the process. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I mean, we'll see how it all plays out. We, we have plenty of room for you here in Colorado. Yeah. You come hang. Come. I, yeah. I'll come out there in the summertime. It's definitely yeah. Uh, yeah, not in January and February. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, we literally Sunday we got it was the fourth largest snowstorm we've ever we've ever had. Oh wow! Something like I don't know what was it? Uh, it was like six feet. In my oh mind, wow! But it's like twenty-seven inches or something yeah. like that. It was that's it was a, a lot. Nuts. But now it's sixty degrees outside. It's crazy. Yeah. No, nah, that's that's that is definitely a climate that I'm not built for. <laughs> well i'm beginning to think the same for me yeah <laughs> well it's uh it's so nice to connect with you again lex we we so appreciate your willingness to come back on um again just your voice uh uh is is just is just it's just really really nice so so thank you for uh thank you for joining us again thank you for uh, you know, who you are and how you represent and how you show up in the world and the impact that you're having. And best of luck in, uh, in Tokyo. We'll absolutely be uh, checking you out on prime time with your amazing uh, superhero goggles that are branded by yeah. the one, the only Nike. So, uh, so love it, love it, love it. But thank you again, Lex, for, uh, for joining us today. Awesome. No, thank you, Mike. Thanks you, B, Nina. Yeah, and thing and Lex, I, I'm just uh, I want to direct our listeners to go to your Instagram profile because uh, okay. Instagram.com/slash Lex Gillette. 
um, because uh, first of all, you get to see the cool goggles that we were talking about that are sponsored by Nike that make you look like a superhero. But then for our, when, when you come back to our next podcast, one of the titles that I didn't know about is that you're a speaker, author, and singer. Oh, you want to hear the you? We, we, we got to get on the music next time you come up. <laughs> okay. What? Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. that is that's another goal. Um, and I really need to, like, I, I always feel like there's not enough time in the day. But, um, that was a goal. That is a goal of mine. By December thirty first was to, to put a is to put a, a music project out there too. So, um, yeah. I'm gonna mash that out if that's the last thing I do. <laughs> love it oh my gosh yeah then we we definitely got to check out the pipes and some music on the on the next time we have you in yeah. so yeah uh and and obviously sporting the uh the latest of your uh gold medals my yes. friend yes. right please so. <laughs> awesome I'm, oh, I'm ready thank you thank I'll be you ready. thank you oh go ahead no i said i'll be ready yes awesome we will be too sweet Awesome. Well, thank you everybody for joining us on uh, Choose Inclusion and uh, we'll talk to you next time. See you, everybody.